Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man, the NBA trade deadline came and went. We said to you guys a couple of days ago, are we going to be sitting here on Thursday at 5 o'clock and saying our Hawks didn't do anything? Mm. That's not the case. The Hawks did do something as they were in a three-way trade, and we end up with Sadiq Bey, a 6'7 wing from the Mm. Detroit Pistons. He's 23 years old, played at Villanova. Uh, he's been good this year, guys. He's averaged 14, 8, uh, 14.8 points a game, five, five rebounds this season. He's shooting 40% from the field. But, Mike, you said it. This guy was uh, about the 18th or 19th pick in the 2000, 2020 draft. Yeah, man, he played for uh, three years with Jay Wright, which everyone likes Villanova, as you mentioned. So he's got the pedigree, went to DeMatha, famous you know D.C. area yep. high school. So, yep. And uh, he's a guy, 6'7". He can pop for the three, and we were looking at his game log because, uh, admittedly, we do not know much about the Pistons, but he's uh, he's had some big impacts as he's had more minutes because of some of the things on their roster issues. I like it. I mean, look, you were never going to – I'll say for the fifth time today, guys, you were never getting Durant. We were never getting Kyrie, mm. and Kyrie could gotten here, and then he could have left after like two months, and we'd have nothing. So, And we had nothing really to move anyway. The good news is John Collins, who apparently can say is stoic and – can roll with the punches, Carl, as he's always in the always in a Woj bomb or a Sham Sharania drop. But he's still here, and Bogey's still here. So we have a lot of shooting right now. If everyone plays at our potential, we're going to talk more about it coming up here. Suns in town tonight. Uh, we're healthy. We've added a little depth to our bench, and we kept everybody. It's up to you guys now. It's up to you guys to get this right, figure it out, start playing better, playing more consistent and maybe going on a run over the last, Mike said, 26 games? 27. 27. 27. I don't know if it's enough time, but that's all we got. 
There is no tomorrow. 404-741-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You can text us. Let us know what you think. We'll get into our thoughts about it and where this team is coming up at 520. And we talked to Eddie Johnson, longtime NBA. Eddie Johnson was a great shooter. Hosted a show on Sirius Satellite Radio uh, about the Suns deal with Durant. But he also talked to us about the Hawks because he covers all things NBA. Wait till you hear what he has to say coming up in less than 30 minutes. Mike, Ryan Nielsen came on the sh- uh, station today. He was on with Andy and Randy. He is our new defensive coordinator. And we've said this. We've only gotten a little sample space of Ryan Nielsen. He's not sold any secrets because he's got to see what the personnel is going to be. Um, he's He's got to see where this team's going to go here this offseason, even though we've got a lot of money to spend, or we will. But we're going to hear from him here in just a minute. And I said today, the more I hear from him, you know, I heard a little bit of this interview, the more I I like at least what he sounds like he wants to accomplish. Here's what we know for the first time maybe in a long time. Mike mentions this a lot when we talk about our former general manager, Thomas Dimitrov, and the skill positions. But I think we have a head coach, we have a general manager, and I know for sure we have a defensive coordinator that believes in building in the trenches, period. And Arthur Smith came in here and say what you want. These same guys that we had last year, we talked about it. Offensive line got better with the run game. Guys, we had one of the top run, running offenses in the league. So it was something he was committed to. Nielsen comes in and is like, we're going to get better in the trenches. I believe it, Mike, because the three guys that need to be committed to it are committed to it. Right. And it is, unfortunately, we you know we just never really made that commitment, to your point, from a personnel standpoint. And, and again, I, we talked to Chuck Smith, and no disrespect to the guys who got jettisoned in this personnel move as far as the coaching staff, but Chuck was not impressed with the job that the guys were doing with the younger talent. So developing the talent, drafting, and, of course, adding big pieces in free agency for the first time, having the, the wherewithal to do that. We talked to Arthur Blank yesterday. Arthur's impressed with Ryan Nielsen as well as being a, non, a no-nonsense mm-hmm. kind of guy. So I don't know. I mean, it seems like for years we had people telling you what you wanted to hear, and now guys are telling it like it is, which I like. Here's Ryan today on Andy and Randy. We'll replay the entire interview next hour for you guys. But, but they asked him about when he got the job or he's looking at the roster. What were your initial thoughts? Well, you know, the first thing and one of the things that was attractive coming here is the style of play. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah, you saw a football team that played hard. They played tough. They played physical. Uh, you know, that situational awareness was very good. You know, Coach Smith's done a great job of, of building the culture and the foundation. And, um, you know, so that, that was really the attractive thing, one of, one of the attractive things of coming here. And so, um, you know, getting to know we, we have some good players. Uh, we're hoping to add some more to it, you know, and so – um, you know, but we're always looking to improve the roster, improve positions, you know, with acquisition and also development. Okay. Acquisition and player development. Um, everybody wants to develop players. Everybody talks about it in the NFL. Not all teams do it. Not all teams are committed because you have to play young guys now in this league. Right. You can't draft guys and let them sit um, unless you're, you know, Jordan unless Love. Unless you're the Eagles. Or, no, you're <laughs> right. Jordan Love or you're, right. and you're Aaron Rodgers, right. I was going to say. But, you know, you draft guys now, Mike. You look at our drafts. They come in. Guys have to play. And in the process, you've got to learn and develop. I feel better about where we are. I still don't know all the assistants that are going to be on this defensive staff, but I do think this is something that got him the job, Mike, his commitment to developing right. guys. And, again, guys, we go. We got to go get a secondary piece. You know, we got to get another corner. we got to get uh, an edge rusher. We got to get an offensive tackle, but we got to have. If you look at the Eagles and you covet what they've got, and the Chiefs are more about individual achievement with their, some of their studs, but you've got to have the depth, and that's just something we're very thin at. So hopefully, it's going to be partly 
done in free agency. But I like what this guy's going to do. If you can get Ebicady to pop, right, and be like a, yep. you know, look look what Rousseau is for the Bills or what Karloftis is. I mean, you got to have that next. They got to take that step, and hopefully, he'll be the guy that gets it out of him this season. Ryan Nielsen also said to the midday guys, uh, he, they asked about what what they, meaning this team and the defense specifically, what do we need to improve on? Well, if I told you that, <laughs> then other teams may hear that. And it, it is a pretty popular targeting. show, so Coach. I'm it's true. around that question okay. very delicately. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, look, it's 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 about building um, the best defense that we possibly can with allocating. Um, resources to bringing in players, but also the development is, is really huge. Um, it's really a big part of everything. You know, even though we bring a player in, we still want to help that player achieve his max potential. And that's, that's through the development process. And so, um, but we're always looking to improve every position. Let's take Grady. Like we just want to help him just get a little bit better every day and to reach his max potential. I still think there's more in that player, yeah. you know, and, and that'll be the same thing in free agency. Yes. We'll target some guys. We'll bring some guys in, but it's also the development part of it. I know you and I like Troy Anderson and what he can do under this, uh, you know, under, under Nielsen's game plan. He did sort of talk a lot about him the first time he spoke with the media last he, week. He really did, man. I mean, I, uh, and again, he's not trying to give anything away because some of the personnel be, will be here. Some might not be here. And he's got to figure that out once we get to that point in the season, in the offseason where, all right, we think we've got our guys and we'll know guys. I mean, once we get past the draft and, and we're starting to look at this team and free agency's done, you'll start to kind of shape up as far as where this defense is going to go. 404-741-0929. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ryan Nielsen also was talking about what he's trying to get from either the Combine or the Senior Bowl. What is he looking for, Mike, when you talk about positions? What are you looking for, Ryan? You guys want all the answers. Yeah, we just, you know. <laughs> you know, there's some other teams in our division that are going to listen to this and go, all right, I know who they're targeting. But, uh, no, look. I think ultimately it's, it's the best players. You know, you, you always want to bring in the, the, you know, the most talented, you know, the best players. I mean, that's, that's a goal for everybody. And so, um, again, you know, we're going to look at every position because, the, you know, that's our job. We owe it to the, the players on the roster. We owe it to the, the fans. We owe it to, you know, the organization, uh, Mr. Blank, to bring in, you know, the best players that we possibly can to improve the football team. You know, and and that also goes with the players here. You know, is, is is help them be their best. You know, so you know it's just a combination of a couple of things. Sounds a little bit more like more three four ish, but yeah. uh, you know that means Rashawn Evans and Obo's been banging the drum. Our producer about keeping him, Lorenzo Carter. Are you getting enough production? Will you? Well, but here's another thing. Will Lorenzo Carter hit another milestone, or another plateau with this guy and the way he's going to develop the talent? And with a big, with a big dominance, and again, Deron Payne, Hargrave, whoever you want to plug in next to Grady, getting the best defensive tackle money can buy makes everybody better on that line. Uh, I can't wait to see how they start at- attacking this. Right. And he's also got the Sean Payton paranoia, which I like. He brought that from the Saints. He's not telling you anything. No, but, but everybody knows what we need. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't expect these guys ever to go. We're drafting this guy because that's foolish. You don't know right now, um, but but I, I will say to talk about scheme, Mike, philosophy and those kinds of things, it just kind of gives you an idea. And, and that's what I would, would hope that he would want to talk about, because then we can speculate about where this thing's going to go. 
Right, and I know that uh, you know you and I have spent a lot of time on what this, what's the rotation going to look like. I mean, he knows what we need. He knows we've got to be able to put pressure on the quarterback, especially guys as we continue to develop the young talent. That that's got to we've got to get in the. We cannot be in that final three or four teams every year in the in the least amount of sacks in the mm-hmm. NFL. Only one team had less sacks than that was Detroit. Yeah. So we've got to get after it, man. We've got to be. Was it was it Detroit, Bo? Did I get that, get that right? But yeah, it was. We've got to be able to get after it. This is a team which. For decades, Carl, there's certain teams you look at. Ravens have been one of those punch-you-in-the-nose defenses for three decades. We haven't had a pass rush for three decades. Going back to Chuck. It's a long time. It just is. Hey, the core is intact. What's it mean? We'll talk about it next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Trade deadline came and went today, and the Hawks did something. Now, for many of you, you're going to be like, they didn't do anything. (laughs) But here's the deal. You don't want to destroy your team completely, right? I know many mm-hmm. of you, we've been sick and tired and fed up, and we're like, rebuild and tear it down. Nope. But you don't want to do that. We're still very young. This plan of drafting these guys, Mike, and developing developing, uh, developing them over the last few years is finally, it feels like maybe we're staying the course. Now, how long we stay the course, guys? They'll make moves in the summer. We'll see. But – for the next 27 games and this year's playoffs, this is your team. And now you add the addition of Sadiq Bey, who's a 6'7 wing uh, player from Detroit, Mike. It was a three-way deal. Warriors were involved. They trade Wiseman to Detroit. We get Sadiq Bey. We trade five second-round picks to get him. Right. But he's a versatile guy who shoots the ball fairly well. But that's it, Mike. That This is your team. But Bogey's here. John Collins is here. So Trey Young is here. The core is here. So – what do we do now? Uh, your job? I mean, that's it. Just do your work, man. Put it in. Now, a lot of our listeners have been joking around with us. on our. We're on Twitch, by the way. You can watch us. YouTube as well. Just be Googling 92.9 The Game Atlanta. But we were talking earlier about, like, DeAndre Hunter. Guys, get, I don't understand how guys get so upset when we challenge players to do what they're paid for. And that's it. I'm not saying DeAndre Hunter's a bum. I'm not saying – now, he was hot garbage the other night. I'll put that in print because I'll stand by that because he was awful the other night. But guess what? You got a chance to earn that $22.5 million that you got in the extension that's $90 million. Again, some of these guys, Carl, they make it sound like we, we make fun of them or we, we bag on them, and then they go home and they live in a dishwasher box under 285. No, yeah. these guys are getting paid top dollar to do top dollar work. Trey's supposed to play every damn game. 27 games left, play every damn game, man. Let's go make a run. Then maybe it sounds like a joke to our audience, but and again, we had a joke with some of the things that Landry Field said about the you know empowering the players. Well, they're believing in you. Now, yes, you could also argue, Carl, you couldn't get a good deal. You couldn't make a big deal. Whatever. You guys empowering our players not to support but <laughs> But just to wrap it up, if I'll I'll use this once, I only do it today. Where's your pride, Hawks? Right? Get out there and do it. You should be good enough to be the four seed. The Nets are going to be a little discombobulated. I mean, I don't know. Do you think they're going to be able to put this together now that everybody's gone? What, ben Simmons is going to lead that team? So, Miss D, she's one of the most avid uh, Hawks followers uh, on Twitter. And she follows us. She follows the show. And she says she's got a picture of Trey and John handshaking, right? Like the dap, dap right. big, big dap. Um, and she says, I love the fact that my heart or the heart uh, of my favorite team remains um, now, if only we could get both the heart and soul of my favorite basketball team, that chemistry back. Right. And she's talking about John, and she's talking about Trey, and she says, uh, I could see us taking over the East. 
I'm not going to tell you it's not possible. Mike ran down a plethora of things that have to go right for <laughs> us to get it going. But I just haven't seen all of that click. If half of that stuff was going on now and you said, okay, I feel good about half of this stuff. Now here's the other half we have to achieve for us to make a run. But Miss D's right. I've said this earlier. A few years ago when we went on our run, and Mike, you, you've thrown out the numbers about you know when Nate took over. It felt different than what this has been. Right. This has been discombobulated. One night we play well, one night we don't. One night we don't play defense at all. One night our star doesn't play. One night DeJounte goes off. One night D. Hunter doesn't show up. It, one night, two, three weeks, Capella's out. This has felt different. So I'm just waiting for that moment, Mike, where we get back to, and I don't know if we will, where we felt that a couple of years ago, a couple of seasons ago, and we said, this feels like we're going to do something. We haven't felt that. No, guys. Not me personally. <laughs> <laughs> we're three games behind the the Knicks. Now the Knicks went and made some stuff. The Knicks got Hart. So you got uh, you got a couple of guys. There was uh, who's the uh, point guard? Their teammates from Villanova. They got a bunch of yeah Bronson. They got a bunch of things going on. So maybe the Knicks feel they can run together. The Heat were unable to really put a big trade together. To they have no money to spend. By the way, the Heat were kind of jammed up. Brooklyn, can Bridges put them together with Simmons? That's a bit, that's not, you can't replace Kevin Durant and you can't replace Kyrie Irving. Yep. So you could argue if you play in these next 27 games, can you go, all right, Chris, I'll do the math. Can you go 19 and 8? Okay, Chris just said, not only, did he, not only did he say no, he's laughing at me. Can we go, so, so 20 and 7 is an impossibility. How about 15 and 12? <laughs> Because you're a 500 team. And that's why a lot of fans are just kind of going, eh. The good news is you didn't trade Bogey, and Bogey's got a player option. So you may take it in the shorts on that either way. But you didn't move him yet. John Collins didn't get traded. Capella, you got a core. You got a core that should be able to be solid six seed. Right? What what am I missing here? If they they all do their work. And, by the way, Nate does a better job. All right. So. You know, we had no energy, no effort. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, DJ. So you're you're telling me, though, Mike, we. Why can't we be top four because of the things you just right. laid out? I mean, why why can't we be in front of the Cavaliers? Well, Kevin and Donovan Mitchell's a pretty darn nice pack. Okay, so why can't we be in front of the Nets? The That's, Nets are going to fall apart. I earmarked the five seed. Five. King Kong Bundy demands a five count. I want the five seed, brother. And then we can go take it from there. Then we'd play Cleveland in the playoffs. That'd be the first round. All right. If you're wondering, we are going to talk more about uh, Durant and uh, the move to the Suns last night, that deal happened literally while most people were asleep. Uh, but Durant goes to the Suns. The Brooklyn Nets get four players or three players, but four first round picks. Um, Durant, by the way, the Suns are in town. He's not playing, guys. He's been injured. Um, and he's probably not going to play until after the All-Star break. So you will not see him in a Suns uniform tonight if you've got tickets to go to the game. But with that said... Um, the, the West has become a beast now. You, you've got a lot mm. more star power and brand power in the West. Outside of Durant, Kyrie's now there. LeBron's right. been there. Joker's been there. MVP. Ja and the Memphis Grizzlies are there. I mean, you start looking at this and you go, I think the Clippers got better today, Mike. They, they right. went out and got Eric Gordon. I think the Clippers helped themselves today. So, you know, if the Pelicans get healthy, all of a sudden, man, this, this – oh, did I forget a team? Oh, the Golden State Warriors. I'm sorry. The defending champions. Right. The West is loaded right now. And to the point that I'm getting to is, why can't we be better in the East and maybe move 
a couple or three spots, right. Mike. I think we can be a top four team. I mean, the Raptors are technically looking up at us. They, they, a lot of folks thought they were going to be sellers. Some guys wanted Siakam. They weren't going to part with Siakam. Nope. They got, was it uh, Jacob Petal? The Potels? They got him. So they're hoping they can help in the front court. This team, though, is – and by the way, great uh, tweet from Shannon. Hits us up. He says, you, re- you already like this. Sadiq Bey will steal Hunter's job if Nate puts the best effort player on the court. I mean – Here's the thing. Does, does DeAndre Hunter take this as a challenge? You're going to hear our conversation coming up. And it was a pretty good one earlier with uh, Eddie Johnson, who was a sixth man of the year in the NBA, does NBA TV and does stuff for the, uh, the Suns. He was talking about how long it takes a player to develop. A lot of listeners have told us it's going to take four. Shouldn't it be a, a, he's 25 years old. Shouldn't it be now, right now for DeAndre Hunter? I mean, how much more development do you need? I mean, this is it. This this is why you gave you gave him an extension because you thought the thirty point what thirty point game against the Heat last year in Game Five was what this guy was going to be, not to just incrementally work his way up. So he's two points better this year. He'll be two points better, and then in three years he'll be a twenty point scorer. Carl, yeah, I, you guys know how I feel. I've been on this. I I I'd love to see D Hunter take off. If you're telling me it took a trade, Mike, to get Sadiq Bay to challenge him, and all of a sudden now he's going to turn into this consistent player that we've been asking for, then maybe he's not the dude to begin with. Mm. The great ones don't need that. And I don't know if he is. I don't know. I keep hearing, just give him more time, just give him more time. Well, how much time? Tick. Right. Tick. 404-741-0929. 404-741-0929. Appreciate all the input. The other deal we did make today, and it, it's a cost-cutting move, but we will mention it. The Hawks traded Justin Holliday and Frank Kaminsky to the Houston Rockets uh, for Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando. The Fernando name sounds familiar because right. he was here, but it's a cost-cutting move. So, as we said, this will have no bearing on the court whatsoever. Right. And, again, guys, they didn't want to get in the luxury tax. Some guys are hitting us back saying that they kind of lost a little faith with the Kevin Herter move. Because imagine you had red velvet, oh. all the shooting you'd have right now. Because everybody, if you look around the league, and you could argue maybe the Mavericks need to get a little more three-point shooting. We'll ask, uh, you know, ask Eddie about that. But I just felt this team has enough talent. Because the only way you could look at it, and I hate to say this because it's almost like you're, you're getting down with the Debbie Downers of the world, that when we went 27-11 in a shortened season after COVID, that we put an effort that other teams didn't put forward. Mm. And that's why it's an aberration. And we are what we are, which is a 500 team. So it's it's a lot of – it's an existential question, Carl. Can the Hawks actually elevate their game? Because you're paid millions of dollars. And guys get mad when we talk. Well, guys, this isn't the NFL. The NFL, they can cut you tomorrow. These guys are paid guaranteed money to put some work in, and the work has not been guaranteed by the Hawks so far. Hawks, Suns, tonight, pregames at 7. Mike Conti will have that for you. Pre-half and post tips at 7.30. Bang! Steve Holman will have the call. We'll see what they do against the Suns. But when we come back, former son Eddie Johnson joined us. He hosts the show, NBA Today Show on Sirius XM. We asked him a bunch of questions, including Hawks things, about what went down today with the trade deadline. You'll hear some of the stuff he had to say about our Hawks next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Strong Arm Story of the Day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. Sell, Mortimer, sell! <laughs> Today, the trade deadline came and went, and there were a lot of deals, guys. And Eddie Johnson joined us. He does a show uh, called the NBA Today Show on SiriusXM. Eddie Johnson played in the league. Speaking of shooters, Mike, Eddie Johnson could shoot the rock. Yeah, and he knew how to wear a suit, too, by the way. None of this nonsense. Uh, <laughs> hey, by the way, before we get to the interview, real quick, my buddy Tim hit me up, Tim Burns. Great fact to it. I just put the video up at Mike Bell ATL. In case you're wondering, some guys are going, who is this, Sadiq Bay? Dude went for 51 last year back in March in Orlando, including 10 three-pointers. I'd love to see that kind of offense on court here in Atlanta. Giddy up. Well, listen, we need more scoring. If you look at this, seriously, when you start looking at what teams did and you start assessing it, Mike, and I'm I'm just starting to go through this, but Suns added Durant, scoring. Lakers added shooting. Beasley, Russell, D'Angelo Russell, scoring. Right. You start looking at the teams that are seriously trying to make a run and do something. Very few teams went out and went, yeah, we, mm. we we need a guy to come off the bench and uh, scoring. Right. Because that is the difference in these playoffs. Open shots, hitting threes, right? Yes, mm-hmm. you need to get stops, but that's a big part of, of making these runs. And, Mike, I got to be honest with you, Sadiq Bay's offense just got easier because he's playing with Trey Young. Right, and DeJounte. You, you're going to get wide open looks. Now, the big question guys are asking, how does this work with Nate's rotation? Well, <laughs> only time will tell, but the guy's got the capacity to put some big numbers up. All right, let's hear from Eddie Johnson. We asked him how the West has changed with what we know right now with the trade deadline, and uh, here's what he said. My mindset right now, I think the Suns are the best team in the West right now. I think Denver has been the best team all season, and they're right there. So I would go 1A, 1B, however you want to put it. Uh, and then after that, you know, I think it's a snap. I think Memphis has struggled lately, but I think, you know, once they get themselves together and, and now get over to being humbled and thinking that, you know, they don't need to worry about anybody in the West uh, mentality, <laughs> I think they'll be fine. I think if, if the Pelicans can somehow get Zion back healthy, I think they are a very tough team to deal with. Yeah. Uh, anybody with Luka Doncic and Kyrie is going to be tough. Uh, the Clippers, uh, obviously, they made some deals. They got Eric Gordon, who I really love as a player. They got Bones Highland, so they're going to be difficult. So the West, all of a sudden, was looking subservient to the East uh, for most of this season. Now, all of a sudden, it's turned it around, and they're the dominant conference. So 
going to be very difficult, man. Uh, regardless of what the Suns did, uh, this is not going to be an easy road to get out of the West. It is Eddie Johnson with his guys on the WadeFord.com hotline. Former sixth man of the year, by the way, Carl, and a fight in Illini. Um, I know it's a, not the best sample size. You only saw the Hawks once, and you guys were without Booker. What do you see when you think of the Hawks right now? Because we kind of lost momentum from our run to the uh, conference finals two years ago. Yeah, very talented basketball team. Tremendous backcourt. When they made the trade for Deontay Murray, I, I thought that could turn out to be the best backcourt in the league. Uh, and so they've had their struggles. Uh, and I think it's more so with just being unified. I think guys probably want more touches. You know, guys are unhappy in certain situations. I know the John Collins situation has been ongoing, and that probably was going to be a deal that would have been made. He probably would be in Phoenix today if it wasn't for the Kevin Durant deal. Mm. So, uh, very talented basketball team. And so, uh, you know, I think they, they should get it together because they have the talent. They get past the trade deadline. Guys know they're going to be there. Nate McMillan's a tremendous coach, obviously one of the greatest teammates I've ever had. Uh, in my time in the NBA. So they'll get it together, and uh, I think, you know, before it's all said and done, they're going to be right there in the mix. You you mentioned, you know, a teammate that you had. One of the comments Nate made, Eddie, we're talking with Eddie Johnson, guys. He does a show, NBA Today show on Sirius XM, longtime guy in the NBA, hell of a shooter for those who know Eddie's work. He made a comment a couple of months ago, maybe a month and a half or so ago, and he was asked about today's player and relating to them. And I thought it was interesting because Nate was basically saying, listen, guys, they, they do things differently. This is not the, the way we came up in the league, and I have to try to handle situations differently. And a lot of people here in Atlanta took those comments and, and, and felt like, you know, that Nate was saying, look, it's hard to communicate with my star sometimes, right? Trey Young's a young dude. He vibes differently. I come from a different generation. Do you feel that way with older coaches now in the NBA? Well, without a doubt. I think you're getting young kids coming to the league, too. I mean, these kids are coming to the league at 18, 19, 20 years old. They didn't get much training in, in college. College trains you. Like, because the head coaches in college, they have control of you. Like, your goal is to get to the NBA. But, you know, teams are going to what? They're going to ask the college coaches, you know, what about this kid? And this kid can't, like, you know – he can't control the situation. He's got to really adhere to what's going on there. And so with your training, getting, getting stronger, uh, being able to be responsible, being on time, being a good teammate, all those things, man, is what you learn in college. And so when you skip college and you're not there but about a year, then you come to the NBA, you're coming with some immaturity. And now coaches have to approach you a different way. And then also you got the, the typical yes people that surround these kids because now, let's face it, these kids are getting paid now in college a ton of money. And so now they come to, they come to the pros, they've already been spoiled in that aspect, and are they listening? So it's always a tough way to reach them. It's not like when we came into the league, Nate and I, where we were desperate. Like we right. knew we were like a bad practice from being cut. So it's, it's a different animal right now, and so it's a, it's a different way you have to approach them. But for the most part, these kids are great kids. They look, they didn't get that far by being lackadaisical and, and not being good people. It's just that they just are really – you have to really reach them in a different sort of way. And it becomes laborious at times, but Nate's doing a great job, and, and I think they're going to get it turned around. 
And that's the thing, Eddie, is Eddie Johnson joins this guy's longtime NBA star. This team is just very frustrating for the fans. For instance, DeAndre Hunter, he got an extension uh, four years now in his fourth year. When do you, when does the light go on? Because he played, we just talked about the college experience. He had two years at UVA. That's one of those guys, if he plays to his potential, then we are going to do those things you're talking about. Yeah, well, again, the light does go on at different times for players. And it's all depending on how far they understand the league and what's expected of them. And, you know, it can, it can turn out to win you in your third year in the league or you in your fifth year. But the age that I'm always looking at is around 24, 25, 26 years old. You know, if a kid is not understanding everything, if he's not understanding the speed of the game by then, then I don't know if he's going to continue to improve. And what you see is what you get. And, and I think that's the key. I know for me, in my prime, I mean, I was 25, 24, 25 years old when I really figured everything out. And, and to me, that happens for a lot of players. So how long? That's the question. And we're not picking on anybody specifically, but you know I've asked the question about certain guys stepping up. If you, Can you imagine? And I, I, I kind of hope that something does click here in the second half for, for, for Hunter. Everybody tells me he's the most consistent player, and I'm like, okay, yeah. But here's the, the bigger thing, Mike. How do you affect winning? How do you affect winning? You can be a guy that's giving me 15 a game, but you're not affecting winning. Do you make winning plays? The other night he made a play. If we would have won the game, I would have felt completely different about the three points. Mike, there was a series where he deed up. I think it was about maybe a minute left in the game. I'm talking about the Pelicans game. And he's d his, uh, his offensive player up, and we end up getting a turnover out of it, right? And you're saying, and, and literally it was like a tip ball. Right. They get it back. Put, put some pressure in there. Yeah. He, he's reaching in. He's playing. D, and I'm going, those are winning plays. And my point is, yeah, you give me 14 or 15, but if your team is below 500, you're not affecting winning. And that's the part. It's why Trey is so critical. I know everybody wants to criticize him. Trey had 16 assists the other night. Where are we without those 16 assists? Right. He didn't go for 40, but he had 16 and 16. He's affecting the game. He's getting guys shots. That's the kind of stuff. DeAndre Hunter's got to figure that out. John Collins has got to figure it out. If it's more boards, more rim runs, Mike, whatever it's going to be. But this team's got to come together. Look, everybody's got to do a better job. That's why I was you know, a little curious. How does Sadiq Bay play into Nate's rotation? How are they going to use this guy? The, the, you know, the video highlight, now again, it's, a, it's against a lowly magic, but it's a damn impressive guy made 10 threes. This is back on St. Patrick's Day last year. He's the newest hawk. The other thing is, you just talked about Trey. I didn't expect Trey's assist to go up this year, especially with DeJounte Murray. You figure they'd be static or go down a little bit. To me, you know, we, we look at you know, John Collins has to do this, and this guy's Capello's continue to do. Look, he'll never be a great shooter around the basket. We get that, but, you know, control the boards. The thing for me with Trey is the one thing that's down, it's the lowest three-point percentage of his career this season. Yeah, He's never been below 32.4. That was his rookie year. This year he's at 31. And to me, if we're going to make a run, if we can get to the six or the five and not worry about the play-in, I need Trey to put on the cape and give me some of that superstar stuff. Like when McCollum hits that crazy three-point shot. The stuff that made Trey a superstar. He hit one of those in the Pelicans game the other day when he crossed half court and, like, just pulled up. Boom. And all of a sudden, yeah, and you were like, oh, we're within seven. It was one of those moments so you're why, talking about. why wasn't that happening more this year? I, I don't know. I mean, and so that's – and it was supposed to be the logic of the whole DeJounte Murray thing. You don't have to tell you guys anything you don't know. DeJounte is going to be able to, you know, move the ball. Trey's going to move without the ball and get an open look, which yeah. we thought, if anything, the three-point shots would be better than they are, certainly by a long shot.
All right, man. What do you guys think? We'd love to hear from you at 404-741-0929. It's Dukes and Bell. Trade deadline's been busy. I mean, crazy today. So many teams change their course today with some of these moves that they've made. Mm-hmm. And everybody, look, you don't make these moves and go, we're worse. You make these moves unless you just are cutting cost. You think you're going to be better. And I think that's what the Hawks believe by adding Sadiq Bay. We're coming back. We'll get you caught up on the biggest stories of the day. Also, you will hear from Ryan Nielsen, defensive coordinator, who came on with Andy and Randy today. Full interviews on the way in about 25 minutes here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 